Belthouse and this is the NASGP's The Art of GP Locoming podcast and it's December and it is time for the latest edition of the Sessional GP magazine, edition 110. I uh, can't believe we've we've churned out this many and really delighted with this one. Um, so I'm just going to just talk through the art, various articles and uh, sort of a quick update and then of course leave you to read the rest yourself. So we start off uh, with a, a beautiful painting by Claire de Mortimer Griffin, front, front cover, GP Locum, uh, a great fan of Locum Deck and Claire regularly uh, paints the covers for us, well she paints pictures and, and we she very very kindly shares them with us that we can reproduce them and I've just got this beautiful one today, it's actually of a dog, I don't know the name of her dog but I know Claire does have a, uh, looks like a a sheep dog I'm sure there's a proper name I think it's a border collie not sure not a dog person love dogs but I just don't have any um and uh, looking very beautiful there on the front cover so we thought we'd put that one on there um and quite a cheery picture it is too so our first article going going straight in is from Rachel Birch of the Medical Protection Society and Rachel's uh very kindly produced a nice seasonal um, some nice seasonal messages for us. So taking into account that it's colder, it's darker, people are iller, but also people are out partying and being generous with gifts and we are all of us having um, celebrations, etc., etc. So, it, so it's not not you, not a usual time of year. So Rachel just goes over what those what those are and how they can actually translate into to risks that could affect our registration with the GMC which is kind of what this is all about and also you know making sure we're um, producing the best care we can and safe with patients so it's, it's running through things about you know having a having a snow shovel in your car um maybe don't stay out too late partying if you've got a surgery at 8am the next morning um I love the one of, of if you're given a bottle of wine, just don't have it on display in your room. It doesn't set a very good precedence. Um, it's a time when we can be ill. So obviously make sure you have you, you um, have your flu vaccine if you haven't done so already. I had mine months ago and um, I make sure my sons at university have had theirs. I don't think one of them has actually. I even I even pay them money. So as soon as you get your flu jab, I stick twenty quid over them to via PayPal. But my youngest, bless him, still hasn't done it. Um, anyway, I heard today on the news that um, we're now being offered to prescribe or given the green light to prescribe antivirals now, and it's what the twelfth of December. It's, it's the earliest it's been in a long time, so it's going to be a busy one, chaps. And of and of course, not mistaking. Um, major illness for, for minor illness because people are going to be coming in seeing us with giving the excuse they've got tummy pain or abdominal pain and it's probably because they've been drinking but it still could be a heart attack so um, um, to not overlook those things then the next article um, is by NESGP member Tina Tina Sumner and so, so Tina was actually having a conversation with um, with, with Ali our a membership manager and um Ali's Ali's fantastic. Ali's been with the NESGP for a good three, four months now and is in regular contact with members um who've been using Locum Deck to help them on board and to, to find out usability issues because we've been doing a lot of work on uh, on improving Locum Deck recently. 
Um, and, and, and as I as, as I do this podcast, we've got a major release going out at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. So um, by the time you you're listening to this, that that should be live on the website. But but uh, Tina was speaking to Ali and, and offered to write an article about her experience with um, with locoming and, 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 and it's her latest sort of iteration with with using locum deck um it's a really good article it's gina's written it and it's it's gina's been very open so the story tina's story of of going having gone to university the first person in a family to go to university and her studying of medicine and how she absolutely the right choice was a partner became a partner at midnight stroke of midnight of um uh, of the year, year 2000 was a partner in a small practice but but soon um and, and, and tina's very frank about this in the article about about her journey both as a gp but also sadly possibly more more frequently these days also in parallel with with the journey of, of, of depression and first of all my mild depression and then even as the partnership grew uh, Tina's experience with 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 major depression and hospitalization and then getting out of that and then um um actually getting back into general practice again as a chambers locum and Tina was a um a, a, a member of a chamber for a locum chamber for four years and that really helped hugely to get Tina back into general practice and then um, having then been through the chamber experience now using locum deck and how 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 it's, it's lovely to read actually how wonderful locum deck has been for Tina and how she really values it so that's worth a good read um then so moving on from Tina's article we're into um Liz Densley our regular a specialist medical accountant and Liz has written this time on a really it's a it's a really comprehensive article. It's certainly a whole lot of stuff I I didn't know about, and explaining it in a way that's easy to understand about parental benefits, about um, about going on about maternity leave, about um, the difference between statutory maternity pay and maternity allowance. The former being something you're entitled to if you're an employee earning above a certain amount of money versus maternity allowance if you have been earning less money as, a, as an employee or you've been working self-employed up to a certain level and what the differences are. I wasn't aware that for the first six weeks of uh, statutory maternity play you get paid 90% of your um, regular salary um, <clears throat> whereas and then it goes down to a £148 a week and which is what the then that again sort of then goes down which is the maternity allowance level anyway Liz really goes into detail on all the um all, all the uh parameters uh bet- with, between those two and then also Liz has done a section on child benefit um again I didn't know this but actually even if you don't want to claim child benefit or, or, or can't afford or, or, or don't need it, it's still worth doing because it a it gets the child into the system so that they get their national insurance number at the right age. Um, but also uh, it, it entitles you to certain pension, uh, state pension um, uh, benefits. Uh, where, where should they should they kick in? Um, so 
that's worth doing. And also a bit about tax and children and how if you if you pass on your money to children, it's still taxable. But obviously, if, it, if your grandparents do it within certain constraints, it's not. And something about inheritance tax and your own tax position as a parent. It's a long article. It's a big article, but it just shows the complexity of um, being a grown up with kids. Uh, so that's really good. And and Liz is great. If you need advice, you can call her. She's got a phone number on there. Um, and Liz, Liz is based on the South Coast, but covers uh, clients all over the UK. And as I say, is a specialist medical accountant and has got a special um, um, skill for, for GP locums. So if you're on the lookout for an accountant, Liz, I would suggest is a really good person to call. Then another beautiful painting from Claire. Um, and then the, 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 the fourth article, penultimate article, is from Judith. Um, and I will be doing a podcast with Judith uh, about this. But this is about um, uh, uh, a program uh, Judith's been watching. And it's about the Syrian regime. And it's about Aleppo. And it's about doctors under siege. And, um, and, and the work that they've been doing in Syria uh, and I know Judith. Uh, Judith's written several articles on Syria um, pr prior to the civil war because it was, uh, Judith herself was in Aleppo and has friends in Aleppo. And so it's a really interesting read, this. And I'm really looking forward to doing the podcast and really expanding on this article. So I won't um, um, talk any more about it. But of course, you can read it online now in the magazine. Um as there's, uh, 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 there's a little um, bit here about Health Poverty Action and, and uh, we've, as always, we've given a donation to Health Poverty Action for Christmas. So that's our, that's NESGP's uh, regular annual charity. We sent you all an email about that last week, so more about that. And finally, wow, this is a huge article from Louise Hutman our regular clinical contributor. And this one's about hypertension in pregnancy because back in June, um, NICE updated their guidelines. There's about uh, seven, seven pages here of, of, uh, of, of a summary of that from Louise. It's a massive article, um, worth a read. Uh, and, I mean, points I got from that. Um, I mean, Louise has done a little bit of a summary to begin with, but, but first-line uh, treatment being labetalol, followed by nifedipine, followed by methyl dopa, which I've never prescribed and don't really want to. Um, about the target blood pressure being 135 over 85. But also, I did not know this, is about starting um, um, uh, mums, uh, pregnant women on with, with hypertension on aspirin from 12 weeks. It's not, not licensed, but um, it's something that the, the NICE uh, recommend. Um, and about the... Um, uh, the whole thing about pre if they've had preeclampsia before, they're obviously at, at, at risk, so need need really careful attention. And if you visit the, the 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 online version of this article, there is a link at the bottom which takes you through to a uh, an e-learning uh, form. So fill that in, and you can it, it takes you through the reflection, and it helps you provides a really nice easy to use download or pdf or word document for you to add to your for your annual appraisal evidence so that's it for the december edition of the magazine that's it for the 2019 magazines and that's it for the decade actually 
um, as far as the NESGB magazine goes. Uh, really hope you enjoy reading it. Hope you enjoy this podcast. Do subscribe. Do please join the NESGP if you're not already a member. And please do support us through a paid subscription. It's only £11 a month. It's really not very much. And we really do appreciate the the um, your membership and really do need your membership to do all the amazing things we're doing um and really look forward to uh talking to you again with um, the next podcast which will be with judith and have a great christmas have a wonderful new year and please keep on telling your friends and your colleagues about the NASGP. Get your practice managers to sign up to Locum Deck, please. And if you are a Locum, please, please do consider using Locum Deck. It's a fantastic piece of kit. It comes free with your membership and, and boy, is it getting some fantastic uh, extra functionality over the next few weeks and months. Thanks very much. Thanks very much.